Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Sharon, and here's where it gets interesting. Raise your hand if you want Salon Perfect Nails for just $2 a manicure. Yeah, me too. With the Alvin June Manny system, you can say goodbye to expensive services that take hours and hours and love your nails more than ever. I would know I've been doing it for years. Get 20% off your first Manny system with code PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. That's PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily, some of the hand-picked best bits of this afternoon. Hand-picked? Oh, well, they are, aren't they? Well, you know, I don't They're know. not go done through, by a machine. Go through what happens and I make a note, a handwritten. I don't a hand, know, handwritten. Oh, okay. You've been slightly pedantic. So, um, <laughs> this afternoon... For, not for the first time. Yeah. We had a bit of a chat about various things. <laughs> some of it serious, some of it not. We got a, a chicken involved at one point. And didn't we? Don't you, you've forgotten all about that, have you, Andy? Yeah, it was quite a big part producer. of the show. Yeah. No, um, you'll yeah, hear more chicken. about... Yeah. yeah, that was quite interesting. Yeah, well, was. Um, You'll hear that. And we spoke to a man <laughs> that is trying to break a Guinness World Record in a wheelie bin. That's good. Yeah, he was. You, you never believe there are six Premier League games tonight, would you? No. Not based on what you're about to listen to. But anyway, here it all is. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, Paul. And uh, I watched. I thought I'll, I'll, I'll give it. I wasn't really going to watch the Albion Stoke game because I thought Albion win that. But when it was one 0 I thought, well, I'll watch the second half, see if Albion can get back into it. And honestly, the Championship is such a mad division. Yeah, Albion were well below par. They just couldn't get any delivery in. It was poor. And, Seems to be getting to those top yeah. two, doesn't it? And oh, everybody, yeah. that little chase in pack, are not far off, are yeah. they? No, I know. But Brentford dropped points on the weekend and drew, so it was a bit unfortunate. But I was thinking. Because the away fans were in good voice last night, as they would be, uh, they sang that thing that the away fans always sing to the home fans when they're on top. Is this a library? Yeah, is this a library? Is this a library? You know, you've yeah. heard it, we've all heard it. But is there a riposte there? There's no riposte there. There's nothing you can sing. You can't think, yes, it is, and your book is overdue. There's nothing you can sing back. You've, you've got to just take it, haven't you? Really? It's, what it's tune quite... would you sing, yes, it is, and your book is overdue to? <laughs> If you've got a riposte, is this a library? Um, is this mm. the Emirates, of course? And in light what Arsene Wenger mm. said oh, about the club point. losing its soul, we'll have a chat to John Cross about that a little yeah. bit later on. We look ahead to tonight's games and uh, specifically the Chelsea Arsenal match. Um, yeah, and it's like there are some songs that you just think, you know, is that. It's always, it always <laughs> comes up. Shall we sing a song for you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, gosh, so witless. <laughs> it is witless. So many times, every game, <laughs> yeah, no, you know. We all do it. What yeah, can you of course do? we do, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I can't agree with Roy Keane on this thing that he said about Lampard and Solskjaer. I mean, first of all, Chelsea got five more points. Second of all, Solskjaer spent £145 million last summer. Lampard spent nothing, and Chelsea lost their best player. So I, I don't think you... 
I don't think it was right to compare the two. I don't think that, you know, you can. But Lampard's attitude, uh, reaction was quite funny, actually. Yeah. Uh, Do you see that uh, Dick Strawbridge was in the building yesterday? Was he really? Yeah, he escaped from the chateau to make an appearance on the Chris Evans show. And I know you're a big fan, aren't you? I love Strawbridge. I can't use his first name, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. Could you, um, (laughs) it'd be nice if you grew a moustache like him. I think that would work. Well, I've got a beard. He's now got the full beard, Dick. And, uh, oh, yeah. That sounded wrong. As well. No, it didn't. It sounded absolutely <laughs> fine. It's just your filthy mind. It sounded all right to me. <laughs> Good, and it's and it is it's very fulsome. Yes, I love that program. It's a really nice show. So yeah, there we go. Good, my notes uh, Victor Moses is in the news, isn't he? You, yeah, we maybe we'll so come on to this with the transfers it, later. I, I didn't know he was at Fenerbahce at all. <laughs> I, I had no idea where he was. I thought he was in a I cupboard did. at Stamford Bridge <laughs> no, somewhere. No. He's um. No, you know, since Conte left, he had a great season that year. We won the league. He was terrific. Yeah. So I can see why Conte wants him. And uh, So what's happened since? I mean, he, he, sorry he didn't fancy him, no. No, because he played four at the back and you can't. he's not a right back and he yeah. hasn't really tried him on the wing. He's not really... He is a wing back now. That's his position. If you're going to play three at the back, he's a good man to have. Hmm. But I'm fascinated by Inter Milan. I mean, buying Ashley Young, buying, you know... Uh, what's Christian Eriksen. Yeah. It's a very, it's a sort of strange buying policy. It just says, I think, quite a bit about the league over there. And yet, in the, well, not the Inter, but in the Champions League, Juve, I suppose, have got a decent chance. But you just think Serie A, it, the standard can't be that high. It just yeah. can't. You know, a guy like Ibrahimovic goes back there and he has such an effect. And you think, really? You know, he's 38. I know he's a great player, but he's 38 now, so... Oh, um, you see that uh, Dybala's decided to have a couple of days in London, obviously having a bit of a break with his uh, missus. Oh, really? And so there's pictures of him on, on the train in London. Great to be in London. And you can imagine, fancy... He's doing it on purpose, isn't yeah. he? He's come to London during the transfer window. stand outside Tottenham Stadium. Just, like. Yeah, I mean, what a wind-up that would be. <laughs> Here's what you would have won. Well, he sent out a picture saying, great to be in London, and with a blue heart, oh, really? so everybody's reading stuff into oh, really? it. No, it's so it's no just chance. rubbish. But you know, Uve won't say because he's playing player, out of his uh, skin. Oh, of course, a lot of a game changer. We, we could definitely, but, do it's, it. yeah. but don't you start? The no, bloke's having a couple of days in London happen, as a no, holiday. Yeah, he's still. They're not going to sell him, and he's playing very well. He's playing yeah, all yeah, the time. No, absolutely, and they're in the Champions League with a good chance to do well in it. Uh, one piece of transfer news that did happen: Newcastle completed the loan of Bentaleb. Yeah, but apparently had to sign a clause in his contract saying he wouldn't cross the halfway line. Is that right? Yeah. Then he's, then he's, then he's allowed to play. I was asked by my, my pal Newcastle fan, uh, uh, Dan Meyer, about this yesterday, actually. Mm. Um, uh, what's he like, a, a big Newcastle fan? And I just kind of gave him a bit of a rundown that when he was mm. first at Spurs, he looked really good, Bentaleb. Uh, and then he slightly became diminishing returns. And then he became, as we said, from neat and tidy to neat and untidy. Kept giving the <laughs> ball away. neat and untidy? Well, he was. He kept giving the ball away constantly. <laughs> In a neat way. <laughs> and giving away really cheap goals. Oh, Maybe he just needs a new challenge because he started very well at Schalke and went off the boil so maybe it's a new challenge for him I don't know yeah maybe we'll see um, yes the response to uh, is this a library should be shh that's very good that oh, Andy, yeah, Andy Garner gives us that, that one that would work that's a good idea um, yeah, <laughs> Paul in Edinburgh says when the away fans at the Majeski sing is this a library the home fans sing yes and we're it doesn't say how many works in print is, is it reading is it reading mm. 
See, it doesn't really work when you say it, Paul, does it? <laughs> nice gag, but really only works really only works written down, doesn't I it? I quite like it. It's yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Um, what was I going to say here? Yeah, that was a strange one. They, they, thank goodness he was all right. The Sergio Romero, the mm. uh, story about him crashing his car. And I love that it's, it's incredible amount of thing the money features a lot in this report well, so i mean it's quite an expensive car isn't <laughs> yes. it if he was in a smart car or a mini well, no, it still, might have been different we still got a bit of that after crashing his uh, 170 grand lamborghini yesterday mm. um, the argentinian international who earns 70,000 pounds a week of course he does bought the gallardo in 2017 having previously owned a 20,000 pound fiat 500 a bath. That cars are quite... That's what you've got. I have. Mm. But, you've uh, got the same cars Sergio Romero used to have. <laughs> yeah, I won't be getting a Lamborghini. I wouldn't think so. <laughs> I probably won't be getting anything else. I'm uh, judging by my driving record. That's another whole matter. <laughs> it is. It's another, it's another story. Oh, <clears throat> More points than Norwich. But anyway, it's another story. <laughs> <laughs> I should write that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put it on that, yeah. <laughs> Definitely get yourself a yellow and green licence, Andy. I think it's, it's that's the next move, really. We shouldn't condone it. We don't condone it. It's an obvious thing to say, but the village mm. that inspired Frozen has had to ban selfies. I'll let it go. <laughs> of course you'll let it go, haven't you? Yeah, uh, Gail Monfils, the tennis player. Have you... Uh, I saw this one, yeah. Yeah, he's injured, his, he's injured his hand playing video games. Yeah, we believe you. He said, <laughs> No, he says he has. He was basically got quite energetic and whacked his hand on the headboard of the bed. Oh, so he really? claims. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't, sort of like, it wasn't a kind of repetitive like, strain injury. Oh, really? It was, he, he was working too vigorously with the, uh, with the console thing. With the hand and with it control. Yeah. That's the word. I'm, Chilli, I'm not a gamer. Record I'm, there, not a, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a gamer. But um, <laughs> but he is apparently. But he's all right. He's he's, he's playing through the pain barrier. Thank goodness. But he's not yeah. going to win. It's always this, this another pointless sport where only about two people can ever win. Okay. Well, there we are. The whole of the Australian <laughs> Open written off in barely well, a I, sentence. I won't be watching it. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Andy, ideally, what sort of speeds would you like to uh, muster in a wheelie bin? About five miles an hour. Five, but you don't really Maximum. just down a hill, down a slight incline. Even probably three miles an hour. Somebody can you imagine? Can you imagine a wheelie bin that goes? I don't think any of us can imagine a wheelie bin that goes at thirty-six mile an hour. Can how does it? How come it does? How does it not overbalance? That's well, what I'm wondering. Let's let's speak to the engineer. Um, Andy Jennings is uh, inventor and engineer, and, and he has put a, an engine on a wheelie bin and made it work. Good afternoon, Andy. Hey guys, all right? Yeah, we're good. Um, so, wh- wh- where did this flash of inspiration come from to put an engine on on a wheelie bin? And why? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah why is the bigger question? It is. Um, so, it's about six months ago, really. I, I sort of had an idea to, to raise some cash for a friend who unfortunately had an accident about five years ago, um, and sort of the idea to get maximum donation and sponsorship was to come up with something of sort of out of the box and, and out of the blue, and, and you, you go through like the Guinness Book of Records, and that's usually where you find the wacky ideas so that's kind of where i started really so i'm, I'm looking mm. at some pictures uh, of it now um what, <laughs> you're going it's, like a little, it's like a little mini scooter you've created yeah it's quite clever so just talk us through the mechanics of it then what 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 is it what have you done to it well, essentially that's what it is it's um it's an industrial wheelie bin that was donated by a company and uh i took a hacksaw to it and cut the bottom out and um sort of quite simply dropped in a motorbike engine with a, a little steel chassis and, and the rest is Kind of where it is, it's got bits of mobility scooter on it, and it's got some some kids' bike parts on there, and bits of go kart. So it's kind of hashed together out of quite a lot of stuff. So um, 
It's does the job, though. Use two you, wheels. Sorry, Paul. Is it two wheels? Or? No, so four wheels. It's got oh, two that's, wheels that's how you keep the um, But the, the Guinness World Record crew were quite sort of keen on making it look as as binish as possible. So the, the two inside wheels are they're about I don't know twenty centimeters apart in the in the centre, which makes it quite uh, quite hairy. I must admit. And you steer from sort of inside the bin, don't you? You've got is it what is it sort of handlebars or is it is it? That's uh, it. Yeah. yeah. So it's got a handlebars off a off a kid scooter, um, and it's got like a little gear shifter in there for four four forward gears as well. Um, so it's all it's all quite tight and all all confined in there, but it does work. <laughs> is, is it roadworthy? <laughs> Are you allowed to use it on the? Normal it's street. Not, no, no okay. the places I've tested it so far have all been shut off or, or sort of private roads and stuff. But uh, the plan is to do it on a on a drag strip up in New York in sort of middle of May. Do they have somewhere. a record at the moment? Uh, the Guinness World Record for uh, fast Surprisingly, bins? no. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a record for most other things. There's the shed, uh, a toilet, tuk tucks, and all sorts of stuff. But there's nothing for a bin, which I'm sort of finding out why. To be honest with you. Yeah, and so, what sort of criteria pretty. do they? What sort of restraints they put on you? So you said they've already said they want it to look as bin-like as possible. So that's yeah. one thing they've said. So, uh, when are you going to attempt it? And, and there'll be someone there that will hopefully recognise it and then put you in the book of records. Yeah, essentially. So they've asked for it to be upright with me in it, uh, which is a bit of a, a down to start off because I originally planned on doing it horizontally. Mm. But, um, so as long as it's upright, there can't be any sort of aerodynamic modifications to it. Um, and resembling a bin, but um, the main criteria is, is the timing of equipment. So I'm going up to a, a professional drag strip in middle of May um, to do a run with some guys that are sort of fully kitted up for that, and that'll all get verified by the Guinness Book of Records themselves and sent off for adjudication. And with a bit of luck, hopefully, uh, sort of middle of this year, we'll have a record. Have you got a long body and a long neck? Because it seems like the seat is quite a, a way below the actual top of the bin. Yeah, I mean, I'm six foot, and a, and a friend who's six foot two couldn't get in it, so it's fairly tight. <laughs> yeah. All right, okay. Well, it looks fine. <laughs> but, I just... uh, no, it's, it's been received really well so far, and, and, you know, donations and the public have really enjoyed it, which is good to see. So. Fantastic. So um, people should look out for the... Uh, keep in touch and find, try and find out when you're, when you're going to get down there and, and, and do the attempt, and hopefully it will get recognised by, by Guinness. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, it's sort of going around, around the country for the next few months, hopefully, for various shows. And the tag online is at the fastest bin, so anyone that wants to follow it can always check it out on Instagram or Facebook. And uh, there's a Just Giving page as well if anyone does feel like they want to donate. So, yeah, I was going to ask yeah, you about that. Keep an eye on it and you should see it soon. Yeah. So what's the Just Giving page called? Um, so that's at the fastest bin as well. There's a link to that on the Facebook and the, the uh, Instagram page. So. Okay, okay, the brilliant. fastest bin. And All you can right. have some fun fastest with your bin, bin. men, couldn't you? I mean, on bin day, suddenly they're yeah, saying, oh, they're just heading for the green bin, you just take <laughs> off. It's a bit bit Don Jolly, that would be, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, I might have taken. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> oh, look. Cheers, Andy. Good to talk to you. Thanks very much. Thanks a lot, guys. Cheers. Speak to yeah. you soon. Bye. Andy Jennings there. 200 hours he has spent turning it into uh, for his friend uh, well, for a good charity, cause so that's good yeah. yeah but i could see you in that and i can see you getting around oh, by yeah, bin. Why not? yeah. it's not it's that's not the biggest what the point ever that's today where a bloke sat on a pole for 67 days really <laughs> he's broken his own record which he set 22 years ago he said i'm fed up i've had enough he said from his 80 foot high perch where he'd been crammed for 67 days where'd he do this then in south africa all oh, right yeah uh Basically, 160 miles east of Johannesburg. I think probably go and have a look at him. Really, yeah. He's five. I'm saying John Norman there. He's come <laughs> down though, isn't he now? I think. But I was thinking, all right, what do you do, sort of physically? You know, when you need to. When you need to go. Yeah. 
And uh, he basically, this is what he did. He spent months away from his home on oil rigs, felled his own blue gum tree for the pole, fitting it with a waste drainage system. That's clever. Yeah. Really? And so he set up this thing for him. Well, my geez, 60 for up in the air so nobody can see him. 67 days. Yeah. Wow. 80 for up in the air. What a, what a pointless thing to do, but well done. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash spoken today. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Jacob's uh, here on TalkSport and um, Sky News just been chatting to Ronnie Rosenthal, the former Spurs and Liverpool <laughs> frontman. You wouldn't recognise him at all. You wouldn't. It's, uh, a t- a t- he is, yeah. is, well, he's, he's shaved his head, hasn't he, Ronnie, yeah. these days, wearing glasses. And he does look very much like um, Radio 2's Ken Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> very, very much so. He's just been, be, Ronnie Rosenthal's become Ken Bruce. A uh, <laughs> good spot by our producer, but um, with a touch of Eddie the Eagle thrown I'm in. I'm quite impressed that a man of his age, tender age of 29, knew Ken Bruce was. Yeah, impressive. Anyway, whoever Ken Bruce is, of course. I, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, like we haven't heard of him. <laughs> I have. Which is what you do in Radio Land, as Rodney <laughs> used to say. So, um, Andy, what else have you got for us? Well, tonight's very exciting at uh, Stanford Bridge. It's the first. A fully vegan kiosk yeah. uh, is opening at the ground. And, uh, well, actually, it's not the first one, actually. They had one in the uh, late 50s when I first used to go. It was owned by Veg Matthews. Oh, that's nice. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, that's uh, very good. I've got... <laughs> so this is a, an interesting... This is bound Look to, him up. This is... Veg <laughs> Matthews. Yeah. This he played for England. He played for England, yeah. What year? Oh, you know Ken Dunn. Not his name. That's <laughs> Ken Dunn. <laughs> that's why we do Don't Ask Me. That's why we do Don't Ask Me. Um, now, this question is destined to end up in... Ken pr- Bruce. Private Eye. Ready? Come on, you're giving me a lot of oxygen and publicity today. <laughs> uh, afternoon, Ken. Hope you're listening. Um, sure so, uh, <laughs> love to hear Andy on Popmaster, whatever that is. So, um, and I've got a story, Andy. Oh, yeah. uh, a court in the town of Cleve has ruled that the owner of a chicken killed by a dog in 2017 deserves a higher payout because the chicken had experience as an actor. Really? Oh, yeah. 
What was he in? Um, I think probably the Bill back at one stage. <laughs> Almost certainly Emmerdale. Could have been an Emmerdale. Um, the Bill. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Um, judges doubled the amount awarded by a lower court, telling the dog owner to pay uh, 615 euros. Uh, to the owner of uh, Sieglinda the Hen after learning that she'd starred in a TV film and had completed 10 hours of acting lessons. Really? Who acting takes a lessons. chicken to acting lessons? It'd be amazing, <laughs> wouldn't it? Just, just It got quite method. Imagine <laughs> it's it going to be in the chicken next... chicken can't sp- act, can it? Well, I mean, I, I take it this chicken had done a few... Probably ad- better than me. <laughs> yeah, it probably would be. <laughs> yeah. But it'd done a few adverts, maybe, because mm. it was quite lucrative. They saw it going on a and few doing... voiceovers. <laughs> Yeah, it probably was, yeah. It was probably making money for the owner. and that His was final be... job was in the KFC ad. <laughs> it would have been his last gig, yeah, yeah. So imagine he, he sits in the booth, wouldn't he, and he says, so these 11 herbs and spices, what do they go with? Back off, mate. Yeah, it'd be a bit like that, wouldn't it? Yeah. So there we are, chicken, yes. acting chicken, uh, look out for that in Private Eye, or indeed on Have I Got News For You. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, uh, police are hunting a phantom vegetable thrower. It's a very dangerous wow. thing to do. Uh, after a police car was hit is. by a Swede, oh, yeah. uh, they're probing 17 cases of the large root veg being hurled at moving vehicles. That's dangerous. Now, it reminded me of something that we heard on Talks. Have you found many, the many, clip? Many years ago, You've got I believe, it. according to the producer, I fully expected it to be the wrong clip. It's, no, it's there. We've here, got it. Here we go. Okay, yes, this, is jo- this is Joe Holland, Dutch Holland, as he was known, back in the, the days of the overnight show. And and, uh, yes, well, let's check it out. The funny thing is just how much Victoria Beckham seems to be loathed. This is what I can't understand. Apparently, at a recent performance, she had fruit and vegetables thrown at her. Poor girl. And they can be lethal. I remember a little while ago, there was a, a phase of a hooligan throwing vegetables out of a speeding car. And he caused no end of damage. I think he actually murdered someone with a turnip, didn't he? Was it a turnip or a carrot? Thrown at very, very high speeds. I was once told that if you drop a pea off the Empire State Building, that could cause death. Nasty business. It shouldn't be laughed at. It shouldn't be laughed at. Some poor celebrity having fruit and vegetables thrown at them. I suppose rotten tomatoes... Well, you can just about excuse that. Eggs. Eggs may be. But the trouble is with eggs... What if they hit the celebrity on the temple, sharp end up, so to speak? Because I was once told that an experiment was done with an egg and it was dropped from a helicopter and it landed sharpest end down, sharpest end first, and it didn't crack. Didn't it? So presumably, there must be a tremendous force there. Yeah. So we able to get away with that at three o'clock who's in the morning. Who's this person that keeps telling him this information? I, I was once told, who's given him this info about eggs off the Empire State Building and peas out of helicopters? What a marvellous uh, clip, wasn't it? Good now, old Dutch uh, Holland. I think you, he's a country and western singer somewhere in the States these days. I think he is, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see uh, those photos of uh, Meghan Markle, or the Duchess of Sussex? Is she still there? I don't even know uh, no, Not even that, yeah. no. She's, well, <laughs> she's relinquished the title. <laughs> she, yeah. she had to give her belts back. <laughs> Andy Ruiz Jr. has got them. <laughs> Honestly, talk about posed. I mean, they just... Oh, she was walking through a woodland, and they just happened to be there, the photographers, yeah. and she was happy Why to... Why are you play. so surprised at that? I know, tremendous, yeah. isn't it? 
Brilliant. Anyway, um, anything else? Uh, yes, what have I got? Oh, I've got some of your like. Oh, yes. Uh, this, uh, uh, Martin Ziegler from The Times, we occasionally speak to on the show. Mm. Um, we've heard Pep say today that we've got to pull out of the League Cup. But what about this? He said, uh, maybe the EFL should ransack their archives. This was in Martin's column at the weekend in The Times. Mm. Uh, to find the original contract signed with ITV in 1987 for the first live TV deal. Right. That contract included all 92 league clubs signing up to play in the League Club, the League Cup in perpetuity. Really? Although in perpetuity? No, yeah. Although no doubt there will be plenty of scope for legal arguments, says Martin, over whether that's still binding more than 30 years later. So they all signed up to it. All the clubs said they would forever play in the League Cup. Wow. So... That is a wow, really. Yeah, dig that. Uh, but uh, yeah, okay, once the lawyer's got hold oh, of it, yeah, it sure wouldn't be the, worth the paper it's written on. But still, it's there. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was uh, this afternoon's hard-hitting sports news agenda. Mm. Um, I'd like to see you in that wheelie bin. You're bad enough in a car. <laughs> I'd love to see you controlling that at 36 miles an hour. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> do they do a driving awareness course for <laughs> wheelie bin drivers? Yeah, they probably do, yeah. Well, we're back tomorrow with comedian Mark Watson, um, Tim Vickery, uh, Matt Scott, the analyst, gives us all those all surprising good. stats that, that kind of oh, blow up all the that's theories. That's going to be a bit about painful football. if Arsenal win. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> you may have the day off, I may Andy. not come in. Yeah. Okay, that's all to come. Thanks for uh, listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacob daily podcast hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m on talk sport roundabout season two presented by nissan is live now and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way we're talking rest stops if we're stopping to get gas you will be timed misguided plans i grew up in the city so i have like you know a healthy fear of Real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.